fine is not enough. Stagnation is not enough. But I'm not unhappy is not enough. What's up everyone? Thank you for being here again. So this episode comes as a sort of follow-up from the episode I recorded with my husband Daniel, which was episode 73. And I got so many incredible messages from so many people and actually a lot of men also. Single women finding that it gave them hope that conscious men do actually exist. Women in relationships who found that it gave them a way to encourage their partners into a more conscious union. And men who are grateful to hear about other men being vulnerable. So I've created this episode and an accompanying workbook to help you and your partner uplevel your own relationship to get to a place of conscious union. But before we get started, a very quick word from our partners. I'm so excited to be working with Block Blue Light again. You guys know I talk about their blue light blocking glasses a lot, but I actually have new reason to talk to you about them now. So a lot of you know we're renovating our new house at the moment, and we have decided to go ahead and kit out our entire house with anti-blue light bulbs because of how damaging modern lighting is to our health and our sleep. We wanted to change everything modern houses usually have that we never question, but that are actually really detrimental to health. So in this case, things like not having dimmers because they release such high EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, or not having LED or fluorescent lighting anywhere, which seems crazy to everyone because that's just what we're used to. We wanted lights without damaging blue light But in rooms like the kitchen, I really wanted to make sure I still had enough light, especially living in the UK where it gets dark at 4pm in the winter. And this was a little bit of a concern of mine because I still really want the house to be fully functional for modern living. But the Block Blue Light team created the world's first biologically friendly day to night full spectrum light bulb. And that's a lighting technology that really closely replicates the same visual colour spectrum as visible natural light from the sun. And this sort of exposure to full spectrum light will increase energy throughout the day and uplifts our mood and increases overall well-being. And of course, these lights are super low EMF. And low EMF is something I've become hyper aware of in recent years and something we're really trying to focus on with this house. So for rooms where we don't need lights that are as bright, we've opted for their amber light and taken their advice on things like having floor and table lamps. So after dusk, we'd only have lights at eye height because our ancestors would have only had firelight after dusk, right? And no overhead lighting. And we know that when we mimic our natural states as much as possible, our health thrives. And we wanted to make sure we did this with our new home in every way we could. So they also created the first ever blue light free reading lamp that attaches to your book and it has three brightness settings, but no blue light whatsoever. So it won't damage my sleep in any way, which is life changing for me because I read in bed every night. Now, this is the third season reconditioned have teamed up with Block Blue Light because we all know that healthy eating is essential and all of that great stuff, but not enough people know of how important reducing our exposure to blue light and EMFs is. And I really want to continue sharing this message. Sleep optimization is key to health and these products really maximize that. 
So you can go ahead and use the code LV20 at checkout on blockbluelight.co.uk for 20% discount across the entire range. Thank you so much to Block Blue Light and now an uninterrupted episode. Okay, so let's talk about conscious union. Now make sure to go to the show notes and download the accompanying workbook for this episode. Do that right now. You'll get so much more out of this episode by doing that because the workbook offers you seven exercises you can do with your partner in a much more comprehensive way that you can actually follow together. And honestly, they're genuinely tangible, practical things that will actually help your relationship. So make sure to do that right now and get your free workbook. So in the episode I recorded with Daniel, we spoke about our journey from relationship stagnation to what we now refer to as conscious union or sacred union, because after arriving at this place, we just didn't feel we could just call it marriage. It didn't feel like enough to describe our partnership as marriage. Marriage is is universal and it's just often not what we expect it to be when we embark on it. It's, it's more of an ideology and no one really knows how to cultivate that ideology. It's just something that everyone does, which became an ideology as opposed to coming from a place of the heart. So the place we've arrived at is a place of epic communication, deep connection, immense reverence for one another, explosive passion, <laughs> and a love that we never knew that we never knew right? You don't know what you're missing when you're missing it until you've got it. But what I want to let you know right now is that there is so much more out there to relationships. Getting here took a huge amount of hard work. It took a lot of healing. So firstly, I'll say this to all the ladies listening, wondering how I quote unquote made him more conscious. If you listen to the episode, again, it's episode 73, you'll hear Daniel talk about this himself. Now, of course, if he'd married someone very mainstream, which I have never been, then he would be probably living a very mainstream life right now. Who knows? Maybe he would have come to it on his own. We just always say that probably he would be living quite a mainstream life because his character was such that he didn't actually question anything. But that way of thinking is exactly what led him to being unhappy. That kind of unhappiness we feel in our lives. We can't pinpoint it. We're just not happy. Maybe we're not even unhappy, but we're just not happy. Now, Charles Eisenstein, I love it. Charles Eisenstein describes this, and I just love how he words things, as our souls knowing that we have a deeper purpose, but this human life takes over, and we just live on autopilot like robots. So I helped Daniel to see that he was actually numbing what he didn't know was unhappiness. And now he understands what happy actually means and is able to observe that most people aren't actually living to their full happiness potential. Yes, Daniel may have lived his whole life like that, but people do as we do, not as we say. So I could nag him as much as I like, but there are two facets to it here. Number one, he had to do it because he saw the person I had become and he wanted that level of personal autonomy and freedom and happiness. And number two, it has to be part of your destiny as an individual and as a couple. What I think is really important here is to tune into your intuition. Is the relationship you're in one that you believe can be enhanced? That both of you are loving, kind, compassionate, good people who love each other, 
and you know you can find conscious union with the right approach and guidance and work, or when you truly ask your intuition, you know, you push that ego self out the way, let your higher self come through, does it know that you are not meant to be with this person? And regardless of logistics making that decision hard, you know that you're clutching at straws and that your best way to offer conscious union to yourself is to leave that relationship. Now that's a decision you need to be clear on, something you need to truly know for yourself. And if you think this might be you, then tune into episode 43, which is the episode of why do we stay in unhealthy relationships, as that that episode will help you specifically with that. This episode is about creating conscious union within a safe container. So for those who answer to the former, I know so many of you want to be able to write, to arrive at this place of amazingness in your own relationship. Maybe it's just that you just don't know how. Life has become stagnant, even though you know you can have this within your relationship. And so here I wanna offer you a few tools to help you reach some sort of happiness within your relationship again. Because fine is not enough. Stagnation is not enough. But I'm not unhappy is not enough. Hear me on this. Okay, so many of us feel disconnected in our relationships. And yes, we could blame it on the pressure of modern life, but it's truly a multifaceted issue with so many other contributing factors. And we talk about how marriages were more stable in previous generations, but I'm not sure they were really happier in a core sense. Like, did they all spend their 40 plus years with an understanding of each other? Equality and a respect that ran deep. Did they offer what the other one truly needed based on that person's true authentic self? Speaking in their partner's love language, or did they conform to what society expected of their relationship? Or maybe they just sucked it up a bit better than we do now and then accepted that this is how life is because they knew they didn't have choices. We have choices now, and I don't want anyone to have to suck it up in a relationship. Everyone deserves to be in a relationship that truly fills them up, that truly feels like something you would call sacred union. Now there's a whole range of reasons for why your relationship might not be giving you all the feels, most of the, the, one of the most common ones. And one of the most important things to consider and really recognize, it's something I see so often, and maybe even in, I'd say, the majority of marriages I know, is that we tend to get married or settle down before we truly know ourselves. And from the work I've done over the years with clients and in my own life, one thing I, need, I know to be true is that it's near on impossible to choose the right partner before you know yourself fully. Now think about it, how can you know what you need from someone else when you don't even know who you are? We settle into that relationship young or young-ish because it's the right order of things. We think it will be nice, we love them, we want a wedding and we don't realize there are other options. And because we don't know ourselves and because we haven't gone into this relationship with a deep knowing of one another 
at our true essence. When life gets in the way, it gets hard. Because as life goes on, and and maybe you have kids, or perhaps your career takes off, or maybe some not nice things happen, you're pushed further towards your core essence, your true self. This is what life does to us. It's always trying to get us back to our most authentic selves. When things are going quote unquote wrong and you're unhappy, this is life trying to get you to solve that riddle. Now you can't account for the things that will happen in life that are hard before you get married. We make this decision to get married without accounting for all the things that could happen and how we might need to muddle through this marriage and still be strong because we've set this strong foundation. I know with me, illness was already there. Daniel knew what he was getting into when he asked me to marry him. And my recovery happened while we were together. But we certainly didn't account for infertility and everything that comes with that, physically, emotionally, you know, psychologically, financially. And Daniel knew I was a bit alternative, but it didn't really get in the way 12 years ago and didn't really account for how deeply I'd go into my growth and healing journey and all the places that would take me. Now, all these things end up driving a wedge between you because although as humans, we're biologically completely adaptable, modern humans do not actually like change. And when it isn't exactly as it was the day they married you, well, that can stir tensions. And I know there are some of you listening to this thinking, oh my God, yes. You've changed. Yes, that's the point. We all change. We all need to grow and evolve. But often one person in the relationship does and the other doesn't. And now I didn't know myself, not fully. We were 26 when we got together. Who knows themselves at 26? But I was fortunate enough that Daniel is who he is. And I know that we were sent to each other. And although he had so much resistance to change for so long... And again, you can hear him talk about that on the original episode. Eventually, he saw the merits in growth and healing and he did change. So I came to know myself through my own inner healing. And then he came to know his authentic self through doing the same. And luckily, the people we were authentically were people we really loved and respected. And from that, we were able to create conscious union. I know people who find themselves 10 years down the line wondering what on earth possessed them to choose that person. Maybe that's you. Or people who still have love for their partner and they know there's something there, but they just don't know where it all went wrong. Maybe that's you. Maybe you remember a time of great happiness and connection, a time of great passion even, But then you observe your day of going to work, coming home to feed the kids, put them to bed. He watches TV downstairs, you go to bed and read a book, and that is literally your life. Swimming and football and ballet or whatever on the weekends, takeaway Saturday night, robotic, generic, linear. Not living, but existing. A linear existence. And you have no idea what happened to those long gone days of lust and desire and magic and adventure. And maybe young kids has got you feeling like you've lost who you are. And I know this is one of the most common things I hear from women on the Recondition Your Life Academy. I will let you in on a secret. 
you didn't lose who you are at all. Your higher self is trying to push you towards who you really are. That feeling of, I don't know my purpose, that's there to help you find your purpose. That lost feeling is one of the best places you can be at, as long as you follow the trail. Because you can make the choice of being miserable, going into a depression, using food or alcohol or cigarettes or weed or whatever it is you use to numb the pain, or you can follow the trail. This is the universe trying to push you to your purpose. So whichever of those analogies resonated with you, I really hope that some of these exercises will help you to reignite that passion and find that magic again and work towards creating conscious union. Because yes, marriage or long-term relationships require work, but not the kind of work we're used to hearing about in relationships. The work should be to continue finding ourselves and each other to work through the challenges that brings up, and many of them are extremely challenging. I know that some of the things Daniel and I have faced because of how deep we were into the work, the things we try or experience because of it, the different things we end up doing, that can be very challenging for us. But the work is also for each person in the relationship to work on their own individual healing. A lot of what I mean by the work is that, Because how can we create union in two halves if we're not whole ourselves? This step is absolutely integral to a happy relationship. So assuming you're both putting some work into your own individual healing and growth, let's begin with the seven exercises to help you shift towards a stronger and deeper connection. And remember, go to the show notes of this episode And the link to download the workbook with all these exercises will be there. Don't just listen to the episode because the workbook itself will ensure that you do this properly and that you have something tangible to show your partner and be able to use it together to create conscious union. Okay, so exercise number one is what are your core essence characteristics? Now, this is something we spend an entire module on in the Recondition Your Life Academy because most people do not know themselves. So core essence is my term for that, for the true self. And we spend time with very specific or specifically curated exercises that help us get to know who we are at our core and how we live according to that code. Now, each of you, you and your partner have to spend time writing in your own journals, the things that truly make you happy, the things that make you you. In the workbook linked in the show notes, you'll see some examples for this, but this is about journaling about the things that make you authentically you. Things that you know make you happy and make you who you are at your core. Let it take you on a journey to getting to know yourself more deeply and keep journaling these characteristics for as long as you can. You can choose three to five life topics that encapsulate all you love and stand for. So examples will include things like wellness, spirituality, home life, family, design, nature, activism, your work, travel, reading, creativity, etc, etc, etc. So you must each spend time doing this individually, then come back to each other to discuss what your core essence characteristics are. So what's important to you and discuss how you can both support your partner's passions 
and how you can integrate each other's passions into your relationship. Now that doesn't mean if your partner plays golf and you don't like golf that you do golf for him. That just means a way to find to find a way to integrate what the other one loves into your own life so you can support them. Because when you will feel supported in the things that you love and the things that make you you, you're going to be a better partner to that person. So number two is what are your core family values? So as a family, and that could just mean the two of you, what do you value and how can you uphold those values? For example, perhaps social connection is one of your core values that you'd like to instill as a family. So you would take the idea of not having phones at the dinner table or finding other ways to talk and connect as a family at least once a day and make that habitual in your home. Or perhaps there's something you don't agree on, but you avoid the subject, so it's underlying. How can you create a family value out of it that feels aligned all round? Sit down with a cup of tea and create a list of all your family values and how you'll instill each one. Core family values offer us an identity as a unit and a shared identity on core subjects helps bring us closer together. This is how we are wired as humans. Number three is date night, but I'm not talking about a random date night once every eight and a half months. Once a month, I want you to create a special date night and you alternate monthly with who organizes it. So one month you, the next month him. Now I'm saying him and her, it could be that a guy's listening to this and it, I apologize, it's just easier for me to use these pronouns like that. So it can be something as simple as the cinema or maybe you can't get a sitter and it needs to be at home. It, it really doesn't matter as long as you do it with intention. Number four is a really powerful tantra exercise. And for that, you'll need to follow the instructions in the notebook. But this exercise will help you connect on a deeply physical and spiritual level. Number five is about rituals because rituals create connection. So just like I said, with creating an identity as a unit, when you join in a shared experience often, it enables deeper connection as we feel we have something that's ours. It's ours separate to everyone else. So as an example, my husband and I have a ritualistic cacao ceremony every Sunday night. So once the kids are in bed, we make cacao, we sit together, we sip our cacao intentionally. Sometimes we do this outside by the fire. We have a little fire pit and we talk. Sometimes we don't talk. Sometimes we read together, but it's our weekly ritual that we never miss. Another thing we do is we, because we're so rock and roll like this, we lie on our acupressure mats with the red light on us every night before bed. Um, like I said, very rock and roll, but you know, health optimization first guys. So of course we have some rituals with the kids too, really important ones. And these really strengthen our bond as a family, but this is about simply your relationship with your partner. So what rituals could you put in place to create the shared experiences that will deepen your connection. Number six is love languages. I highly, highly recommend reading the book, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Work out which love language you each operate from and make sure to honor your partner by speaking to them. And by speaking, I mean through both words and actions in their love language. 
And the last one, number seven, is reverence. So this last exercise will really push you out your comfort zones and it's about reverence for one another. And again, this is one you'll have to follow the instructions for in the notebook because it is a practical exercise. So that's it. Seven exercises to help you reach a place of conscious union. I hope that this episode has helped give you clarity on how to arrive in that place in your relationship. And don't forget to download the workbook so you can put these exercises into practice. And of course, if you liked the episode, please consider sharing it with other people who might benefit from the content and go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. So much gratitude for you all. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. And thank you also for taking responsibility for your well-being by listening to podcasts like this. It's something I really appreciate. And before you go, I just wanted to remind you to check out the Recondition Your Life Academy at laurenvacneencoaching.com. It's a 12-week course that I run three times a year for small tribes of like-minded women. If you love anything you're hearing here on the podcast, this course will serve you so deeply. Everything from inner child healing, divine feminine healing and health optimization to how to find your purpose and how to find or cultivate conscious relationships and so much more. Check out all the testimonials on the website from some very happy previous Academy members. The growth and healing available in this course really is unique. Just head over to the website and make sure to get your name on the waiting list for when we launch the next semester. Sending so much love your way. 